the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program, as we are standing by, President Biden is going to address the nation. Um, This portion of the program, folks, remember, you can always depend on West Fountain Auto Body. West Fountain Auto Body. If you are ever in an accident, you can depend on West Fountain. Fountain Auto Body. Give them a call today at 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, give them a call. They will repair your vehicle in showroom-like condition. It's West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. The original, the best you can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. So we are standing by for President Biden who's going to address the nation on Afghanistan. And it is a um, rapidly declining situation and problem. It's getting worse, not better. And uh, we are going to stand by right now, which we are, and then carry the speech live. Folks, the, the, the news coming out of Afghanistan, by the way, is um, the news is actually getting worse. Uh, and I didn't think that that was possible, but the, the news is, in fact, right now seemingly getting worse um, regarding the situation there. Not not better. So we are standing by uh, for that and then carry it. And this is a president who, by I mean, by all accounts, um, so far out of the gate, we're there. And, and you know what's sad is it's like they're taking a chance by putting them out there. They're actually taking a chance by putting them out there. And um, and seeing whether or not he can actually answer questions. Now, in the past, he has not answered questions about this. But this has reached a point where he's going to have to answer questions about it. So now, as we're waiting for President Biden, I also want to remind you, right now at 108, folks, as you just heard in the forecast, the big news is in fact the hurricane that is headed our way. We will know more tomorrow. We will know more on Saturday on whether or not this has the potential to be a direct hit category one or two hurricane on uh, coming up on Sunday into Monday. So right now, unfortunately, we're in the path, but we will know more uh, as, as we get into uh, the weekend. This portion of the program is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401-688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get in touch with Rhode Island's trusted disposable service for all your disposal needs, dumpster deliveries, pickups, demolition, bobcat service. Call Brother Roland. Unmatched experience and expertise. Now, let's get a purple dumpster in the driveway. A purple dumpster in the driveway with Brothers Disposal. And or now available for trash collection services. Brothers Disposal. Give them a call at 
401-688-0517. So either dumpster delivered or weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate. 401-688-0517. I also want to mention, as we're waiting for the president to address us, folks, this portion of the program is also brought to you by Jamie's Power Wash. Jay Freitas Construction, as we speak, he is cleaning off the independent deck. 401-837-4545. The before and afters are just brilliant. It's Jamie's, J-A-M-I-E, apostrophe S, Jamie's Power Wash, J. Freitas Construction and Deck Staining, Handyman Services. Call them today, 401-837-4545, 401-837-4545. And I did some uh, photos of the deck, and I'll do it before and after. You can also find him on Facebook, and then the website is Jamie's powerwash.com jamie's powerwash.com so folks again um what is president biden uh going to announce coming up now again we're waiting for president biden who's going to address the nation but uh some things that he has to tackle there's a good piece in the wall street journal today how biden broke nato the chaotic afghan withdrawal has shocked and angered u.s allies Remember when candidate Joe Biden said America needs, quote, a leader in the world, uh, needs a leader the world respects? Wall Street Journal writes, apparently he forgot many of the consequences of his Afghanistan withdrawal. One of the more serious is the way it's damaged Americans' relationship with its allies, especially in Europe. Afghanistan was an operation of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization and America's NATO ally have invested significant blood treasure in the conflict. That includes tens of thousands of troops over 20 years, more than 1,100 of whom were killed. Billions spent on the military operation reconstruction efforts. It was also a fulfillment of the obligations after the September 11th terror attacks. Led to the first invocation of the mutual self-defense clause in NATO's founding treaty. European allies have a stake in preventing a nation of nearly 40 million from collapsing into a failed state that could trigger more mass migration in Europe or become a new breeding ground for terrorism. And that's really the biggest problem. Yet everything about Biden's Afghan withdrawal has been a slap to those allies. They didn't want the U.S. to leave, but he did. The botched execution has left them scrambling to earlift out thousands of their citizens And also, thousands more Afghan translators and others who assisted East Nations war effort. You know, yesterday you heard we had uh, someone on the program who um, has been working with some of the translators trying to get them out. And that should never come down to that. Uh, It should never come down to where people that are working with the United States suddenly uh, find themselves on the wrong end of this thing. You know, we were stepping forward telling people you can count on us. You can depend on us and you can trust us. Right. We're not going to bail out. The United States doesn't cut and run. And that's exactly what's going on. So now President Biden, his remarks on Afghanistan are coming soon. Evacuation flights to restart after backup. So there's been a terrible backup 
There's no room for these people. So then as a result of it, there's nowhere. They're trying to find a place. Like this was the plan? How is this the plan? There's no way that this was the plan. So there's there's no way that this could work in this way. This There were so many different ways. And, folks, it has leaked out, in fact. It has leaked out that, that they, were, they were told in July that this was going to be a disaster. Thousands waiting outside the airport gates. Taliban soldiers have attacked people with sticks and rifle butts. Ah, thousands of Afghan soldiers and security officials are now on the run. Hiding and hunted by the Taliban. What is Sharia law? What does it mean for Afghan women under the Taliban? See, that's also the thing. What, what is this whole business of, you know, think of how President Biden said, you know, I'm picking a female vice president. But what does it say about what's going to happen to all these women and little girls in Afghanistan? Taliban have pledged women in Afghanistan will have rights within the bounds of Islamic law or newly established rules. It's not clear what that will mean, Sharia law. Sharia leaves considerable room for interpretation. When the Taliban ruled Afghanistan in the past, they imposed a strict one, barring women from working outside the home or leaving the house without a male guardian, eliminating schooling for girls, and publicly flogged people who violated the group's morality code. The insurgents have not said how they intend to apply it now. So, you know, this is based in the Koran, and it also comes down, what does this mean for women? So a big part of this will be that suddenly girls of the age of nine can't go to school. Now, keep in mind also, a prominent anchor woman on state television, Taliban suspended her and other women to work there indefinitely. Um... They also, they have no problem with violating and raping and sexually assaulting all these young girls. But they bar them from their homes. This is who President Biden has left all the Taliban, leaving them in charge of running the country in this way. And it's just a complete disgrace. Now, folks, right now, 116, here we go. President Biden is running late. Still waiting for him to address the nation. Uh, For those, uh, Governor Baker's urging people stay at home. He's activating the National Guard in Massachusetts. So the question is, is Governor McKee going to activate the National Guard? How about that? Governor Baker activates the National Guard in Mass. Now we are standing by for President Biden who's going to address the nation or try to. Um, But that is different. So I'm anxious to see if I have a feeling Governor McKee tends to kind of mimic a little bit of whatever whatever that Connecticut or Mass is doing. So I would imagine that he's also going to. War, plague, now a hurricane. Someone just tweeted, really getting some Old Testament vibes around here this week. War, plague, and a hurricane. Um, Tropical storm Henry is forecast to strengthen to a hurricane, make landfall near Newport on Sunday evening. 
main hazards, wind damage, flooding, rain, storm surge. So we will uh, be monitoring that. Also, a lot of people are pulling their boats out of the water. Trump tells Biden and our woke generals how he would have gotten Afghanistan. So a lot of people are busy today getting... Um, some folks say they're going to keep their boats in the water, hoping for the best. Depends on where they are. Um, okay. Governor McKee's holding a 4 o'clock press conference ahead of the storm at the Rhode Island Emergency Management Agency in Cranston. Okay, so that's different. That is different, and we will follow that. Uh, let's see. So I would imagine he may call out the National Guard. I think he might end up calling out the uh, the National Guard. So, folks, again, all right, we are standing by for President Biden, who's going to address the nation. The U.S. Marine who saved the baby at the airport has been identified. Well, but again, just the fact that it has to come down to that is mortifying, as a matter of fact. It's terrible. Let me just check other. Again, so now the president is running late. Oh, my God, this administration. Um, are they capable of doing anything right? You know, this is the ultimate. I didn't vote for him. How is this possible? So, um, let's see. Let me just see what other news we are waiting on. Um, he, I, let's see if he... Let's see. CNN is reporting that they haven't seen a single U.S. flight evacuate Kabul in the last eight hours. So let's see. Senator Lindsey Graham says Biden should be impeached if Americans or Afghan allies are left behind. All right. Well, we're. We are. Thousands gather at Kabul airport at pace of evacuation flights slow. It's a big scramble right now. Well, now we're trying to get other European countries to take them. All right, folks, right now, 120. I mean, how is this possible? This is a U.S. president. He's supposed to be addressing the nation at blanking one o'clock. What is the deal? Can they do anything on time? God, what a disaster they are. Ah. All right, this portion of the program, Calm Down One, is brought to you by the Centerdale Revival. Located, folks, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Centerdale Revival. Stop in delicious food and drinks. They be linked right at the website, which is topedro.com. Also, I want to remind you about J. Perry Paving. Once the storm clears, this is a good time to get your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. Go with the professionals at J. Perry Paving. It's letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 732-1730. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Benefits of asphalt paving, residential asphalt driveway. J. Perry Paving, 732-1730. 401 732 1730 for J. Perry Paving. Folks, right now at 122, 
It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And the president of the United States is 22 minutes late for a world address on what's going on in Afghanistan. I mean, this is just embarrassing. How did these people get in office? Kamala Harris is on vacation. She can't address the media because she's getting her nails done. It is just a joke. Now, I want to remind you about Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it's a washer or dryer. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available, and Saturday appointments are available. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. All right, as we are standing by for the commander-in-chief and the leader of the free world, who's now 23 minutes late with his world address on the catastrophe known that he owns called Afghanistan. This portion of the program is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, J.K.L., remember, they're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call them today, 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering, 401 351 7600 estimates are free financing is available have you thought about getting central air for your home or business jkl estimates are free financing is available call jkl engineering today at 401-351-7600 whether it's heating or cooling 54 years in business they're experts technical expertise customer satisfaction jkl 401-351-7600. for J.K.L. Engineering. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. 401-351-7600. You know, with J.K.L., they will keep you warm in the wintertime, cool in the summertime, And if you want to explore Central Air, estimates are free. Financing is available. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Come on, Bellingham. Come on, Attleboro. Good afternoon, Uxbridge. Hello there, Rentham. Call JKL. 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. Folks, we are standing by. For President Biden, who's now 25 minutes late, 25 minutes late to address the nation on the problem in Afghanistan, into the chaos of Afghanistan, of the disaster known as Af- as Afghanistan. All right. You can always email me, John at DePetro.com. Uh, let's see. I did get this email. Uh, dear John. I was riding and heard you mention an attorney with a free consultation. My brother was in a car accident. He is severely damaged. Could you give out that number again? I'd be happy to. That is from Lori. Call Jack Calvino, free consultation, 
785-9400. But only if you want to fight her. Because I like to say, fight back, call Jack. 401-785-9400. Auto accident, slip and fall, workplace injury. Lori, call him. You could call on your brother's behalf. Set up the free consultation. 401-785-9400. Or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Jack Calvino. Auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse, dog bite. All right, folks, right now at 126. You know, once again, I was under the mistaken impression. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Silly me. I thought the president of the United States would be on time with a briefing. He's addressing the world regarding the disaster known as Afghanistan. I actually thought the gang that couldn't shoot straight, they're the ones that called the one o'clock press briefing. They did. They did. They called it. Where the hell is he? What is this? What is wrong with these people? No wonder it's a mess. Can't even, like, make it on time. If you're in the car right now, wherever you can hear me at 127, if I were driving right now, I would drive to 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence and see our friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet and get pick up some delicious food for the weekend, sausage and pepper, eggplant, Chocolate-covered donuts, cakes, brownies, cannolis. Everything is fresh. There's no one better. And free coffee for police and military. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Right off of Silver Spring Street. Right off of 95. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. When you're going 95 South, you go can see the train tracks. And then it's right there next to AAA. You know, I'm looking at it's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're open till 2 o'clock this afternoon. You know, they're saying this is what's going on is worse than what happened in 79 with Iran. We don't know how many Americans are in the country. And, folks, this is the thing. It was President Biden that pushed for this. It was President Biden that pushed for the for the, you know, the pullout immediately. Our top military commanders thought we should stay. Keep it under control. Troops of like 3,500, 3,000 max. Work it. It's a stalemate. Keep all our people in place. Keep the Afghan army together. Uh, Everything. So he is, he's the one that pushed for this. You know, you know what else at 128 is, think of the number of people that were so concerned with President Trump and his temperament when he was in office. He could push the button. He could start us in a nuclear war. You know, as much as I listen, that's frightening to hear. And people, anyone that you think is somewhat maybe unstable, if you people feel that way, um, that's problematic, right? That's problematic as far as people doing that. You know what else is problematic? The commander in chief that says, I don't care. Pull everybody out. When? Now. Right now, right now, just pull everybody out. But, sir, no, that's it. That's it. Meeting's over. He's gone. The wife takes him away. Kamala Harris, you heard him. Remove everybody. Nope. End of discussion. All right, that's what the president wants. What a joke. 129. So the world's waiting a half hour for President Biden to come and address Afghanistan as the situation is getting increasingly worse. 
God, what a disaster. This portion of the program, folks, check out the website, dipetro.com. You can see the tramp stamp on Congressman Cicilline. Uh, it's at dipetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-E-R-O.com, brought to you by Allstate Lock, experts in locking systems, building security, residential, commercial, car key, security cameras, Allstate Lock. Call Danny Gruslin today, 401-349-0042. You know what is a great, um, is to get security cameras outside your home or business. Allstate Lock and online at allstatelock.com. You can find them on the website which is petro.com Folks, right now, he's now a half hour late. It's the President of the United States, and he was supposed, President Biden was supposed to, but keep in mind also, as I mentioned last, never mind Governor McKee is saying, well, you know, we have to follow the guidance of President Biden regarding the masks. We have to follow the guidance on the masks. So this is who you're following, this White House who is still U.S. Embassy, be aware of, vi- of uh, potential violence. Travel to airport when safe to do so. You know, what, what, a, what a, a sham. Yeah, we're going to fly everybody out. You know, the good news is we're going to fly everybody out. The bad news is no one can get to the airport. Like, what, uh, what is this? Talk about cruel punishment to our people, Americans, and the Afghan people. Where is President Biden. Evacuation flights to restart after there's a backup at the airport. This is the planning. This is the planning. Get to the airport. The Taliban are blocking the roads and have checkpoints. No one can get to the airport, Mr. President. What was the plan? Well, now we're going to fly in 9,000 troops. Oh, I see. So we're removing 2,500 troops and then because we're removing 2,500 troops, we're sending in 9,000 troops. I understand now. You know, for a minute there, I didn't think they'd know what they were doing. And on top of all this, we have a hurricane that is looming. Folks, you'll hear more at the top of the hour. Um, <laughs> wow. What is happening CNN, why did it have to be this way? Why couldn't more people have been evacuated? Because Biden's in charge. Folks, he's in charge. President Biden is 30 minutes late to his schedule marks on Afghanistan. 30 minutes late. You know, why was I thinking that he was actually going to be on time? Why was I thinking that? Why would he do anything on time? Now we're learning, what's that? The president is napping, and they don't want to wake him. Huh. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Meanwhile, he's fighting with Governor DeSantis. He is arguing with, listen, he needs to worry about that. And let governors govern. White House goes silent after Biden's Afghanistan interview debacle. Of course they have. Do they think it's going to be better today? That was the, it wasn't even live. They were editing it out. No public appearances. Jen Psaki's team failed to host a daily briefing. Huh. 
closed our Afghanistan briefing. No public events. Well, that's where he was. He's now arguing with his own chief of staff. The administration sent the deputy national security advisors, the envoy to news networks. More senior colleagues remain out of sight. Jake Sullivan, national security advisor, been the eyes of the face of the crisis amid calls for his resignation over the debacle. Of course, he was absent on Thursday. The guy's never worked a day in his life. This would be like having Clay Pell in charge of our national, right, in charge of, like, our nation. Like Clay Pell. Why was he an advisor to the White House? Because his grandfather was Claiborne Pell. That's why. Anyone that met Clay Pell, he was a nitwit. He was, for lack of a better word, a dumbbell. Clay Pell couldn't organize a parade. Um, he was a advisor in the Biden. No, he yeah, and he had the, he went to Harvard. He also went to um, I think. When did he, but he got he got into Harvard because he was a Pell. I think he went to Harvard Law because he was a Pell. He was in the Coast Guard. I don't think he had to do any heavy lifting. Uh, I mean, where are they? And now the Biden people are in hiding. I I can't believe. I mean, I I may hit, I may go off the air and we're still not going to hear from them. Is this possible? Where are they? Oh, my God. He is just, you know, again, let's, let's put it in, let's put it in perspective. Let's put it in perspective. The situation is worse for there are families with small children trapped in Afghanistan right now. And unfortunately, this is who they're depending on. As Afghanistan reverts, Iraq is making steady progress. The Afghan army's failure to slow the Taliban seizure of power contrasts starkly with favorable deployments in Iraq. Well, that's good news. The Afghan baby who was seen on video being lifted to a U.S. Marine on a wall at the airport has been reunited with his father and is safe at the airport, says the Marine Corps. Oh, my goodness. All right. President Biden is 36 minutes late. Why did I think? Why would I think that the president of the United States would be on time? Oh, my God. As we're waiting for the hurricane, I believe now, Governor Baker, folks, right now at 136, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is dePietro.com. The baby in the photo has been reunited with the father. You know, that photo, wow. Oh. And it is, it's a baby. You know, I was even a little surprised that the soldier was, like, holding the infant by one arm. (sighs) Wow. Biden administration failure. Right there. Imagine that, leaving those poor people. But it also shows that in the eyes of the world, I mean, that is the photo. Right there the parents. I'm not going to make it out of here. Now they're saying the baby has been reunited with the father in a safe. Hey, that's the Marines. Good thing we pulled them out. Oh, my God. What 
is the drill. It's 138 as we're waiting for Joke Biden. I like this headline. Biden's disappearing act is not new. It's how he became president. Uh, I got fired after six weeks. I was a reporter for the New York Post. In fitness, I was bad. I hated it. My first column, I got a quote in the first paragraph. How to do this? Straight news story. I'm not sure what that. But he, he has been disappearing. He, he didn't run. He just stayed in the basement. As the media and Black Lives Matter attacked. Um, attacked President Trump. Well, this is breaking. Biden canceled $5.8 billion of student loans. All right. Well, there's something. Uh, where is he? White House is saying Biden will not travel to Wilmington, Delaware, as planned this afternoon. He will remain in Washington this weekend. Uh, oh, he's leaving. No, he's staying there Friday night. He could travel later in the weekend. (laughs) As we await the president of the United States. Let's see. Kelly McEnany rips Jen Psaki for hiding when the going gets tough. Where is the president of the United States at 139? Where is he? Has anyone seen President Biden, who's now 39 minutes late? Uh, On his world address to the nation on Afghanistan. You know, I, I could play. Or just give you the latest, folks. Things are happening rapidly with the storm. As far as we're in a severe weather alert, hurricane watch, storm surge. Governor McKee's going to have a press briefing later today. Governor Baker's urging people to stay home and activating the National Guard. I have a feeling that Governor McKee is also going to enact the National Guard. That's what I think is going to happen. Um... The hurricane closer to home, folks, right now it is 140 and it's Friday afternoon and you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website DePietro.com. So we are standing by for President Biden. Meanwhile, closer to home, all our eyes are on this hurricane. Henry heading to southern New England, landfall possible on the Rhode Island coast. So we are standing by on that. That it will be the big news locally, by the way, without question. And let's see. It's been 30 years since our last landfall hurricane in southern New England. Hurricane Bob. Um, tropical storm passing in the west. But right now, it would seemingly going to be a direct hit right up Narragansett Bay. So, but uh, the west, uh, the west part of the storm will get high 
um, rainfall, very, very high rainfall. So I can't believe he's doing this. I, I, are you kidding me? President Biden, 1.42 in the afternoon, 42 minutes late. What is happening at the White House? I cannot believe these people. It's infuriating. What is going on? God almighty. Still no sign of the president. Folks, in case you're just putting on the radio, we've been waiting for him since 1 o'clock. He's 42 minutes late. First hurricane to hit New England looks like it's coming this weekend. Listen, coming up, uh, I'm sure at 2 o'clock with the latest forecast, but rain, wind, storm surge impact part of the Northeast. In Rhode Island, it's listed as one of the places that it's going to hit. All right, I don't, um, you know, it's not good that it's running this late at the White House. It's not good. He is 40 minutes late to his speech. What is happening? No wonder. But again, oh, I'm seeing uh, Governor McKee held calls with Rhode Island's municipal leaders and his cabinet briefed them on the latest. So that is regarding Henry. So Governor McKee is gearing up, sending out photos of him with his chief of staff. And they both have masks on, (laughs) even though I think they're both vaccinated. Um, I don't. Let's see. Biden's original wish to have September 11th as the withdrawal deadline is telling. The withdrawal was driven by optics rather than as an analysis of what should be done, how it could best be done. Yes, the planned optics were so foolish they abandoned their plan, but the point stands. It's true. White House, heartbreaking scenes from Afghanistan, not acceptable to Biden. Has anyone, we're waiting for him, 44 minutes late. I like the uh, Babylon Bee. The White House announces they've lost Kamala Harris, but they're also not looking for her very hard. Ah, where is he? Still waiting for the president, folks, at 144. All right. So that's the way it's going. Couple of reminders right now at 144. I can't believe we're going to go the full hour. If we hit two o'clock and this entire hour is me waiting for the president of the United States, it's nothing I can do about it. I'm just sharing with you, the listener, that was obviously not the plan. This portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by, let's see. Well, I want to remind people, if you'd like to come to New York, Patriots and Jets, September 18th and 19th, road trip, there's two seats left. Come along with me, Patriots, Jets, September 18th, 19th, 399, call 401-274-TRIP. Uh, round motor coach trip, transportation, spend the day in New York. One night hotel in New Jersey. Next day, tickets and full tailgate party. Patriots Jets coming up September 18th and 19th. If you'd like to come along with me, we have two seats left. Call 401-274-TRIP or online at 274trip.com. Well, good afternoon at 145. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. 
We are waiting. The president of the United States is 45 minutes late in addressing the nation. And I think that's very telling in itself regarding the catastrophe known as what is happening in Afghanistan. Awaiting the president's delayed one o'clock remarks from the White House. How is this possible? So the White House press corps is there. Republicans ramp up their criticism of the Biden administration. Incompetent, unhinged, incoherent. President Biden still could be going to Delaware this weekend. He's leaving tomorrow, not today. All right, now, well, it doesn't say he will remain this weekend. Um, so that's not entirely accurate. Let me also see. Uh, let's see. Special weather statements, Storm East, uh, Carolina. All right, so that's farther down. Am I following them? No. National Weather Service. All right, we will follow the National uh, Weather Service. Um, let's see. Maybe they wanted to wait till flights had resumed. De- defense officials confirmed flights have just resumed at the Kabul airport after eight-hour pause due to the backlog. After, uh, as of a few hours ago, the, so I think they were waiting until this was going again for him. This is this this is why uh, the president is is delayed. This is um, this is why this is why President Biden did not come out at one o'clock because. Um, he wanted to be able to say that the flights were happening right then. That he wanted to wait so he could say as we speak that the flights are in fact, I think, uh, nope, still an empty podium. This is exactly why. See, this is again, this is like the optics they go with. They don't want to send him out where he would then have to say it should be happening. So now when he does speak, he can say that um, um, that that the flights were in fact happening. So now the rest of the media is tweeting out, waiting for the POTUS to speak the latest in Afghanistan. So the White House press corps is there. And uh, they're all waiting for him. Um, That is a nice story with the U.S. Marine that rescued that little infant. And they have reunited the infant with the father. But, folks, it's just it's so terrible of just how desperate the people are that the U.S. troops in Afghanistan, the class of the Afghan government and military, um, U.S. friends of the region are nervous, especially in Iraq. 2,500 U.S. combat troops will be out by the end of the year. Uh-oh. I don't know about that. All right, here he's coming out right now. Oh, and there's Harris. All right, so, folks, let's go to it. This is um, President Biden is uh, coming out and addressing the nation at right now at 149. We're going to carry it right here. 
on the uh, on the John DePietro show. So let's go to. Um, we're going to bring it to you right now. This is, in fact, President Biden finally with his remarks on the situation in Afghanistan. Again, this is the president speaking. Certainly delayed. Uh, I think they did want to wait until the flights had resumed. And then here is President Biden now. Vice President, Secretary Blinken, Secretary Austin, National Security Advisor Sullivan, and other members of the National Security Leadership Team, uh, the Situation Room, uh, to discuss our ongoing efforts to evacuate American citizens, third country civilians, Afghan allies, and vulnerable Afghans. And I want to provide the American people with a brief update and this, on the situation in Afghanistan. Since I spoke to you on Monday, we've made significant progress. We've secured the airport, enabling flights to resume. Not just military flights, but civilian charters and other, from other countries. And the NGOs taking out uh, civilians and vulnerable, Afghan, uh, uh, vulnerable Afghanis. And now we have almost 6,000 troops to the ground, including the 82nd Airborne, providing runway security, the Army 10th Mountain Division standing guard around the airport, and the 24th Marine Expeditionary Unit assisting the civilian departure. This is one of the largest, most difficult airlifts in history, and the only country in the world capable of projecting this much power on the far side of the world with this degree of precision is the United States of America. We've already evacuated more than 18,000 people since July and approximately 13,000 since our military lift began on August the 14th. Thousands more have been evacuated on private charter flights facilitated by the U.S. government. These numbers include American citizens and permanent residents as well as their families. It includes SIV applicants and their families. Those Afghans who've worked alongside us, served alongside of us, gone into combat with us, and provided invaluable assistance to us, such as translators and interpreters. The United States stands by its commitment that we've made to these people, and includes other vulnerable Afghans, such as women leaders and journalists. In fact, working in close coordination with the management of the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal, we have successfully evacuated all 204 of their employees in Afghanistan on U.S. military aircraft earlier this week. We've established the flow of flights, and we've increased the number of people we're moving out of the country. We paused flights in Kabul a few hours this morning to make sure we could process the arriving evacuees at the transit points. But our commander in Kabul has already given the order for outbound flights to resume. Even with the pause, we moved out 5,700 evacuees yesterday. And we're working on a variety uh, to verify that number of the Americans who are still in country as we work on this because we don't have the exact number of people who are uh, Americans who are there. And those who may have come home to the United States, we're not, we want to get a, a strong number as to exactly how many people are there, how many American citizens, and where they are. Just yesterday, among the many Americans we evacuated, there were 169 Americans who over the, we got over the wall into the airport using military assets. We're also facilitating flights for our allies and our partners and working in close operational coordination with NATO on this evacuation. For example, 
we provided overwatch for the French convoy bringing hundreds of their people from the French embassy to the airport. These operations are going to continue over the coming days before we complete our drawdown. We're going to do everything, everything that we can to provide safe evacuation for our Afghan allies, partners, and Afghans who, 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 who might be targeted if, because of their association with the United States. But let me be clear. Any American who wants to come home, we will get you home. But make no mistake, this evacuation mission is dangerous and involves risks to our armed forces and it's being conducted under difficult circumstances. I cannot promise what the final outcome will be or what it will be that it will be without risk of loss. But as commander in chief, I can assure you that I will mobilize every resource necessary. And as an American, I offer my gratitude to the brave men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces for carrying out this mission. They're incredible. As we continue to work the logistics of evacuation, we're in constant contact with the Taliban, working to ensure civilians have safe passage to the airport. We're particularly focused on our engagements on making sure every American who wants to leave can get to the airport where we have been seeing challenges with Americans for, for Americans, we have thus far been able to resolve them. We've been able, we've made, look, and we, we've, we've made clear to the Taliban that any attack, any attack on our forces or disruption of our operations at the airport will be met with swift and forceful response. We're also keeping a close watch on any potential terrorist threat at or around the airport, including from the ISIS affiliates in Afghanistan who were released from prison when the prisons were emptied. And because they are, by the way, and make everybody understand that the, the ISIS in Afghanistan are the, have been the sworn enemy of the Taliban. I've said all along, we're going to retain a laser focus on our counterterrorism mission, working in close coordination with our allies and our partners and all those who have an interest in ensuring stability in the region. Secretary Blinken is with me today, met this morning with our NATO allies in consultation about the way forward so that Afghanistan cannot be used as a, in the future as a terrorist base of attack to attack the United States or our allies. For 20 years, Afghanistan has been a joint effort with our NATO allies. We went in together and we're leaving together. And now we're working together to bring our people and our Afghan partners to safety. In the past few days, I've also spoken directly with the British Prime Minister, Mr. Johnson, Chancellor Merkel of Germany, and President Macron of France. We all agreed that we should convene and we will convene the G7 meeting next week, a group of the world's leading democracies, so that together we can coordinate our mutual approach, our united approach on Afghanistan and moving forward. We are united with our closest partners to execute the mission at hand. We've also discussed the need to work with the international community to provide humanitarian assistance such as food aid and medical care for refugees who have crossed into neighboring countries to escape the Taliban. And to bring international pressure on the Taliban with respect to the treatment of Afghan, pe the Afghan people overall, but including Afghan, particularly women and girls.
The past week has been heartbreaking. We've seen gut-wrenching images of panicked people acting out of sheer desperation. You know, it's completely understandable. They're frightened. They're sad. Uncertain what happens next. I don't think anyone, I don't think any one of us can see these pictures and not feel that pain on a human level. Now we have a mission, a mission to complete in Afghanistan. It's an incredibly difficult and dangerous operation for our military. We have almost 6,000 of America's finest fighting men and women at the Kabul airport. And we're putting their lives on the line, and they're doing it in a dangerous place to save other Americans, our Afghan allies, and citizens of our, our, our allies who went in with us. You know, I, I talk... I talk to our commanders on the ground there every single day, as I just did a few hours or an hour or so ago. And I made it clear to them that we'll get them whatever they need to do the job. They're performing to the highest standard under extraordinarily difficult and dynamic circumstances. Our NATO allies are strongly standing with us. Their troops keeping sentry alongside ours in Kabul, as is the case Whenever I deploy our troops into harm's way, I take that responsibility seriously. I carry that burden every day, just as I did when I was vice president and my son was deployed to Iraq for a year. There'll be plenty of time to Folks, criticize. John DePietro, yes, stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news. We'll have storm coverage on the hurricane coming up. 2 o'clock news, then the John Dion program. Stay tuned to join me in praying for the women on this Friday. Trees swaying in the summer breeze. WNRI. Showing the success.